0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Standing on the North Bank podcast from Wales Online. Uh, My name is Matt Davis today joined by Dom Booth and Chris Wathen. Afternoon, gents.
1: Good afternoon, nice to see his Premier League-style rotation policy going on.
2: Yep, nice to get my chance, finally uh, impress the boss. Uh, Well, it's only the the second time I think
0: we've all been in the same room, so hopefully no (laughs) production or phone issues today, so that's that's obviously a bonus. Um, Also a bonus to talk about a victory for a change. Yes, well, yeah, well, it, it makes a difference. Um, whilst you were at the uh, the Liberty, yeah, um, and it, 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 it was improved. It wasn't great, but it was better.
1: Yeah, first half was a bit slow, a bit you know, in terms of chances. You know, I looked down at my pad at half time, and I don't think I had anything there. Um, some people getting frustrated, but I think that's more with the situation rather than. What was happening on the pitch, you know, is there's a context to it. I was speaking to a few people afterwards and they were moaning about Tom Carroll's performance, for example. But I've had a degree of sympathy with him because he was getting the ball, looking to make things happen. The pass wasn't on. West Brom was screening. Boney quite well, stopping those passes coming off. Still, lack of movement is a problem. And a little bit of lack of quality, lack of confidence in making perhaps the killer pass, if you want. The eye yeah, of the needle passes. But second half, they... They upped it, they upped the tempo, Clement made positive changes, Boney got in the game more, they were taking shots, which is always nice, um, and and they deserved to win. And, I'm, and what it spelt out was that, alright, West, West Brom are poor, I thought, but it just reinforced this point that we've made a few times, there really is nothing between half that division. And look, we perhaps overanalyse the team that we cover or we support because that's the ones we see every week. And as much as you can always see their positives more than some, you'll also see their weaknesses more than others. And it, it spelled out to me that if they can get it right, if they can get that balance, especially, of course, if they can improve in the January, there is enough there to get out of this if they can stay in touchy distance which is why Saturday of course was so big because it's now bringing West Brom right into it one point from safety and um, and you know just a small matter of Man City
2: Well, it, um, <laughs> but I think while it highlighted obviously positive signs going forward it it probably brought into focus those home defeats against yeah. the likes of Newcastle and, and Brighton and even Watford and, and you know what might have been in those games it had Swansea just offered, like you say, Chris, a little bit more going forward, some shots. Mm. Um, had Bony not taken until December to get into, you know, into tip-top condition, so probably we saw Clement celebrating like a madman on the sideline that he said it was partially due to frustrations, and I think you know that was that was clear to see. Well, he'll be sleeping a lot better over the weekend. Than- <laughs> For now,
0: <laughs> for now, yeah, it's a, a, a daunting task. Obviously, um, tomorrow night, which which we'll come on to. Um, Bony, another goal, and he finished really well, didn't he? Yeah. It? It's because yeah. it's it wasn't a particularly easy finish. I mean, he's just absolutely put his laces through that, and yeah,
1: that that was it's the, good to see. The really. pressure, of the situation. There was a moment a few minutes earlier where. He he rolled Johnny Evans and Johnny Evans is no mug, you mm. know. We're talking about City. Guardiola wanted him in the, in the summer. He absolutely rolled him and um, and that sort of almost toe poke finish, you know, with a lot of power behind it. it. Went wide, but they were just lit. Those little flashes of individual quality about how Bony can just be that fulcrum that people can look to, and if they know you're there. People are more likely to make the pass and they can all come together from that. And all right, this might be sort of clutching at straws because we've seen a fair few false stones already this season. But, you know, Boney really is improving. I'm glad he's got his goals, but more importantly is the way he brings others in, which makes other players better and makes the team better. And I think, um, you know, just the fact that you say that he was taking a shot, AU was taking shots, Narsingh was very positive when he came on. All of a sudden, that will that will develop confidence. Uh, it does. It it is a completely different test on Wednesday. You do get the sense that having got one must win out of the way that like come the twenty third, they're right back in it with another must win against Palace. But that's the situation they're in. Absolutely right, Dom. They've blown chances. Really have blown chances earlier in the season. Um, but. The most important thing is, is that they've given themselves a chance to get out of it and by staying in that mix, I think Pardew said after the game that anyone on 18 points is in the fight and I, th- I think he's probably, with the exception of Leicester, who I think are on 18, who I think have, have probably got enough to, to pull themselves clear. I think he's dead right. I think Haddersfield are, are flattering to deceive. I think you know, Brighton are struggling. Teams will, teams will drop.
2: Yeah, it's any it's one out of what eight or nine, something mm. like that. Yeah, but I mean. it felt just, it felt good to see. I watched the game. Probably shouldn't say this. I watched the game on a stream. Um, <sighs> but it should schooled him all. it'd be after uh, you, you know chasing it. me. I won't give my address. Um, but it felt good just to see Swansea with a, like an inspirational figure, a, mm. you know, a figurehead, someone to turn to. Obviously, had that last season with Sigurdsson and, and Llorente, and, and further back with the old, the old bony and Michu. Yeah. You know, someone to play the. The attacking game through and
0: It was very Like seeing the old The old boney yeah. I think some of his Hold up play And his link up play In the last Two or three games Has been reminiscent Of his first Stint here And
2: I don't think Swansea fans Should maybe expect The, the old boney in full though I think that, that Could possibly be a stretch
1: He's lost that Explosive yard Which he had And I know you know He's not been known For his pace But he would have enough Just to, to beat the man quickly And then set up Something from that He's still got to read his runs a little bit, a little bit more. Abraham has got the link with him better when he did, when he did come on. Uh, you know, Abraham, I think, as, as well as he's done, still has a lot of improvement to do. But you're right; it's he, he is a talismanic figure. Um, the other thing that come out from it as well, and I don't think it's ever been a justified accusation, but there's no way Clement has lost that dressing. There's a, there's a decent spirit there. Um, you know, they. they they could have easily thrown their hands up
2: there. Do you think that's because of last season's achievements? Um, more
1: than anything? I'm, I'm not sure. I, all the feedback I've had, and I've repeated this, is that the, tra- the, the, tra- yeah, the training,
2: training is good. They,
1: yeah. The training is good. They believe in the methods. I'm telling you now, if a manager has is, is poor on the training ground, where a lot of problems stem from, um, as soon as the results turn, all the whispers come out. You see it, not just Swansea, but any club. All the problems and the little tittle tattles that come out, that hasn't happened with Clement and you know, Lord knows, there's been enough poor results to to be a catalyst for that. You know, what it stems down is that the side, in terms of quality, aren't quite good enough at the moment. I think there's more to come from them, but the very fact that it seems United, this seems that the, you know, the training remains good, the fitness remains good. It was nice to see. That was the first time Swansea have scored past the hour mark. Um, which is it, going to be needed
2: in the Sound season. Up a good
1: team,
2: isn't it? Um, so the, those things are important
1: markers that give hope for a bit more in what is a crucial period going into, Jan- going into January.
0: Um, were you shocked when you saw the team sheet? Yeah. The
1: jokes in the press room is that you just like sort of threw names up in the air <laughs> and see where they landed. Look, it's a bit unfair... But it had felt it had felt weeks ago that it was time to go, right, this is my best side. And as much as you want to talk about, you know, in a, in a very tactically aware generation about horses for courses and adapting to sides, you know, most importantly is, is being sure of your own strength and Swansea would. Whether that's um, because the manager's failings, because the players weren't good enough or consistent but it, it surprised me because it was another change I think it was the first time uh, oh, I can't remember the stat but the last time Dyer and Routledge played together
2: I uh, felt like he dredged the Swansea team back up from 2013-14 yeah, didn't it? you know just
1: looking for, for a, an answer really looking for a solution but it worked and I know there was a change that you know eventually got the win and you know Match of the day sort of went straight on to that about oh they were so much better with Abraham on, but you have to get yourself to that position in a game, you know. Um, and I thought that that selection was was proven right. The problem, and we've <clears> seen <throat> this, uh, for, we've said this for the last month or so, is that Swansea, as we said, blown opportunities not just to win games, but to build momentum to go four games with the same side and the same system and work on what they want to do. So instead, you're now in a position where he's pretty much got to change it for Man City. He's got, he's, he, there's no way they can play that system and be confident that they can't get an absolute stuffing because mm-hmm. they were that open
2: at times. But the one thing that system did bring was width. Um, I think there's been a, every time I've seen Swansea this season has been a criminal lack mm-hmm. of width, especially going. You know, it relies on Norton and Olsen really getting forward. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Norton. Is the best going forward?
1: He was okay on Saturday, but no, I agree. I'm not gonna. I don't know I've but, given
2: him enough kickings over the over the years. Yeah, as you say, Chris, it may have to change for Man City.
1: But this, this is this is the point. It'll change from Man City, and then you go to Everton, and you, And it will change, change, again. change again. And all of a sudden, you're back to Palace in a must-win game, unless you know they get some surprise results. But it, you'd still call it must-win, wouldn't you? Mm. Because of where yeah. Palace are, and you're going back to the team you played maybe three weeks ago or four weeks ago and someone's had a bad game in between and you're just scrambling for that momentum and that, that period of consistency in selection and, and systems and it becomes increasingly difficult to get consistency when you when you're asking that. So but again, that's the situation they find themselves in and there's no point moaning about it. You've gotta you've gotta get on with it.
2: It takes individuals to stand up and and say you cannot drop me with their performances yeah. and mess has obviously been a talking point for, for ages now and Stood up with a, a really tidy display. I don't think he was phenomenal by any means, but I thought he was really, really tidy and did a lot, a lot of the simple things well. Yeah. Um, against West Brom. Boney's now stepping up with his individual performances. Can Abraham get back to to, to a level that we've seen him at? Hmm. And then Clement's job becomes easier if you've got people who you know, you've penned in on the team sheet you, you can't drop me, sort of thing Yeah. I mean Mike Van der Horn's done that in recent weeks. Well I was
0: gonna gonna say I think with with Fernandez coming back into contention um, and bearing in mind the opposition, I mean, does three at the back time? Yeah, does he go back to three at, the, three at the back? I mean, you're going to have to. They're not going to have much of the ball tomorrow night. No. they? nobody does much. against no. Manchester City. No. No.
1: Uh, no. there, justifi- there is justified. There is justified reasons for moaning about Swansea losing away their possession um, against Manchester City. Don't worry about it because it ain't going to happen. And I don't care whether it was Brendan Rodgers or Michael Loudrup in charge. It wouldn't happen. This this Man City side are on another level, Um, and you can tell Guardiola knows it because of the way he's smiling in his post match. And I know Dom is is a red year so (laughs) this is absolutely (laughs) killing it. But no, I mean he knows he's nailed it. He knows he's got it at the moment, and they're going to pass Swansea off the park and they're going to have to be resolute and they're going to have to be compact and they're going to have to not make mistakes and the fans are going to have to be extremely patient
0: that's and exactly accept, what you said in yeah, press wasn't it
1: except that the fact that you're looking for the one chance and hope you take it or you're looking to, to scramble it out
2: Swansea went away to Spurs and got a, a really credible, creditable nil-nil draw everyone would accept that yeah
1: I mean, of course, yes, in the context it? then, when you go on a few weeks, that people are looking back at that Spurs game and say, well, that created absolutely nothing. And that's 100% right.
2: But, but if that's in the midst of a decent run of home form... That's the difference. Yeah, it becomes a, that's a much difference. better result.
1: And again, I think people will probably accept, you know, sort of holding off, parking the bus, whatever you want to call it, against City, because you've got three points in the bag against West Brom, and you're giving yourself a little bit of platform. I, it's not out of the question they could get a draw. I can't see them... Can't see them winning, but it is not out of the question that they could get a draw. And and Man City have not been lucky; they've been quality. However, they've not been unlucky either, and they've had a couple of games where they've had to go to the wire. It's all extremely late in games, ones. aren't yeah. they? Which is a great credit to them. But over a course of a season, that, that, to do that you know, consistently without having a game where you're frustrated is is rare. Do we know if
2: any of the Man City players are allergic to milk and might be out with it for a few days after that <laughs> yeah, tunnel fracker?
1: Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit tight, they're in the Liberty tunnel, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> might be a big story for us anyway.
0: Keep an eye out for it. Um, as I said earlier, um, Clement said in his post pre match press conference yesterday that fans would he's asked the fans to to be patient. They're gonna have to be, aren't they? Yeah. They're gonna absolutely have to be. They're not gonna have well, City can have a lion line share of the ball, and
1: yeah, it's. But it, it all depends on the flow of a game. You can talk about fans' reactions all you want, but if they can see a Swansea side frustrating City and a thought behind the game plan and an effectiveness to the game plan, I think I think they will. I think people are realistic to know that this side is another level. Like I said, don't talk about uh, that Swansea of old used to compete with the best sides because I think this City side is is better than anything that's gone before in Swansea's time in the Premier League Dom is absolutely staring daggers at <laughs> no but he knows it's true and like you know we're talk, they're talking about oh right it was a tough game for them at Old Trafford um, you know it, it, obviously intensity and emotional drainage of a derby and they've got Spurs at the weekend so they might rest some players so Aguero might come in and, <laughs> and, and uh, Bernardo Silva might come in and Gundogan might come in you know give me a break um, what, so, what it
2: might be, it might be an easy game for the fans to galvanise the team yeah, because exactly. there's no pressure. And at home to West Brom, it, you know, it can be t- it can be tense on those games when you're yeah. on a bad run and, and your fans are demanding a win at all costs. So this one is more. There's nothing to lose here. If we gain a point from this, it's a fantastic result. Yeah. If, if they not, we grow look into we look the ahead. game. We yeah. can
1: grow into the game. The fans will get. You know, they'll start cheering every tackle and every clearance and every header it sounds rudimental it sounds basic and it's not by any stretch ideal but it is also realistic this is where they are on the table they need every point they can get and right now in this current moment in the circumstances however they can get it
0: I think a big you know a game against a big team under the lights as you say galvanised almost not far off a free hit really is this the kind of game for
2: Clement as well maybe he's he seems like quite a a good defensive coach to me I think he's he's proven that Um,
1: I think he will be I think he relishes that type of tactical battle I think it's they've proven they can be come back I mean there's this daft thing that they're they're a team that's hard to beat despite losing more games than anyone else in the Premier League you know the
2: margin of victory isn't it yeah Uh,
1: you know, and they haven't been and lucky in all those games, but they've been tight margins. So that when you do that, you give yourself a chance. The big difference is is that are they going to get one chance to really make a game of it, and are they going to take it? You know, um, I think they, I
2: think they should be careful, Swansea, not to score too soon. And I mean that it's a cliche, Yeah, but I mean yeah. that genuinely because it would just be an absolute onslaught on from City if that happens. Yeah, and
1: but they, you know they've they've. They've done it in the past. They've had backs of the wards in the past. You know, even when they were playing free flow and stuff. So, um, it's I wouldn't put a pass them. And uh, I think it's eleven to two for a draw. I'd I fancy a ten of your money for that.
2: If you <laughs> If you were a betting man, if I was a betting man, fourteen to one for the Swansea win as well. I think.
0: <laughs> um, well, we talked we talked a little bit about transfers last week. Um, John Vieira was the uh, the name on mm. our lips last week. Um, it's interesting to see that during the last few days, um, Swansea've been linked with the Porto Striker uh, Go on, try it. Victor Abu Abu Bakr, I think. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> um, interesting. The lad from Porto, <laughs> as Paul Merson would call <laughs> it. The lad from Porto, exactly. That's exactly what we're calling from now on. Um, his, he was a name that was that came up in the summer and there's some quotes on whether they were came directly from him or probably from a from an agent, I thought. Mm. Um a striker isn't exactly what they need, although it, another striker would obviously be a bonus. You know, more goals and would never be uh, uh, not unwanted at Liberty. But mm. you almost think that a number ten is obviously if they could have someone who was creating chances for the yeah. two strikers they've got there at the moment. That that is the priority, yeah. And then anything else, any other striker would be a bonus because, as I was saying to you earlier, Dom, that you, you probably think that Ollie McBurney's going to leave. On loan isn't it? You'd have thought so, considering what happened to him in, in the summer with Barnsley. So that would leave Swansea with just two strikers with bony questionable hamstring issues. You know, obviously he's getting back to, to, to full fitness now. He, he himself said that he's probably looked to be back to full fitness, I think, towards the end of the month after he's had a few more games. Another striker wouldn't be unreasonable, I don't think, considering the fitness record of. Bony Ann also Tommy Abraham is a still a, a a youngster really.
1: Yeah, I think I think they'd be daft not to keeping their eyes open, um, and I'd be surprised if they're not already working down a list. Uh, but I'd also be amazed if you say, as you say, an attacking midfielder number ten, even wide option, isn't the number one priority. And although you know we expect. Decent amount of money to be made available for uh, for Clement or the, the recruitment team or whatever you want to call it, it's still going to be, you know, it's still going to have to be within limits, within the financial fair play limits, within budgets, within, you know, ultimately Swansea have a huge risk of going down. So you don't want to have that bill carried over to you if you are, you do end up in the mm. championship, hence the story we wrote at the weekend that uh, you know they've got to keep themselves in the mix to justify some of that spend. So it it's it's how far that stretches. I think they need a fullback. I think that mm. much is clear. Definitely don't think they need a midfielder. Um <coughs> so but into you know, and names are starting to do the rounds now, but as you say, it, this is agent o'clock. Yeah. I've seen a lot of agents at different games, not just Swansea. They're starting to, to to sort of come out of, of hibernation now and are giving themselves up. So, we will see rumours. Some are just nonsense. Some have an element of truth to them. Some players have been touted around. We saw AU linked, didn't we? You know, um, I think it's quite clear that West Ham want to try and offload him. I'd be amazed if if uh, Swansea's the destination, but. You know, this is uh, this is the fun and games we are. Yeah. I just as wondered, a journalist, it's awful, isn't it? You enjoy Christmas and then New Year's Eve <laughs> strikes, and you think, "Oh, I Looking forward to the new year, and then all of a sudden, the starts, hangover like, from New Year's Eve has not subsided <laughs> yeah.
2: before the uh, the transfers can rolling in. I just wonder how easy or difficult it will be to sign a quality number ten in January. You know, I think like, very hard to find anyway. Like Those players are a premium, and I can't think of a, a player off the top of my head. I can't think of a club who'd be willing to sell quality number 10 in in January maybe it's somebody on loan from, from one of the top six or I don't know
0: <sighs> loans would make what? sense mainly because well, fans don't, don't want loans I don't they think, don't do they? really know what league perhaps they'll they'll be fighting for and also as you said it's, it's a budget thing
1: I think it, I think you will expect at least one loan because just because of the situation Swansea are in mm. because play, getting players to commit or being able to commit to players financially where you are in the league is very, very
0: difficult. Do you think? Do you think he's got? Or I say they, him, Clements, the recruitment team, as you say. I think they've probably got two, two lists. Yeah. You know, you've got the players that they think, or a key, a key signing, someone who's perhaps going to be have a bit of bit of status about them. But they'll also have another list of players that, say, if they are, perhaps not. Or they're really struggling, say so if they have five or six, seven, let's hope not points hmm. adrift, they'll turn to that kind of recruitment list.
1: Quite, quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, I, th- I think, I think if they are struggling, and, and let's hope not. I think you definitely would see a lot more loans then, mm-hmm. um, just because again, you know, you,
2: just the the low risk side of things. Um, I think you worry. You worry about. Um possibly whether Clement gets the gets the obviously they've said he, they're going to back him in January but does he get the players that he wants and that seems quite unlikely to me well look
1: it's 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 a unhappy marriage at the moment or it's appeared to be from the outside an unhappy marriage but it is the only way that they can do this because I've heard people saying that or oh, Clement should be the one give Clement all the decisions on the transfers that is, that's quite the same, an outdated view now well, yeah, even well, even ex- the club's doing well exactly but yet people are, are criticising signing Sanchez and paying what has been quite a substantial loan fee and a, quite a substantial loan fee for Abraham as well um, Sanchez hasn't done it well that's clearly that was Clemens signing yeah, um, yeah. there are there are mistakes in every part and tearing it all up and saying it's all going to be the manager or it's all going to be the club if I use inverted commas on that neither work it's got to be a happy marriage where the club are getting players that the manager
2: is happy even with even if he's just consulted and
1: yeah well, he... th- this is what should be happening it's what on the record you know when you ever you ask about it you are told it's happening mm. you know people will have their own views in private that they might not want to share
2: but if we think about the impact that Tom Carroll and Martin Olsen made you know this time last year almost they were signings that maybe people didn't feel too enamoured by, too yeah. inspired by. But so, you know, there is value to be had out there. There is, yeah, there is. Back and, to and seek out.
1: you know, people are now wondering what, you know, Carroll's worth. Well, he did have an impact last year. Um, AU was more of a short termism. You know, it's one of his biggest problems that, you know, let's be honest, over two and a half years, they've signed players and you've gone, oh, not bad squad player. And all of a sudden they've got a squad of squad players.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: And, and and it's showing that is that has been the issue unfortunately when you're in short-term issues like this you, you run out of those options it is more difficult to build longer term strategies when you're only looking six months in advance and there is unfortunately there's no escaping that um they've got they've got to start pulling diamonds up which is easier said than done granted but it's Leads with, with bated breath
2: can I just say on Carol as a slight outsider to to Swansea seeing them, you know, probably every every other week or or something in terms of full highlights or full games. I think Carroll is getting a is getting a tough press. is getting a, or at least getting a tough reception from the Swansea fans at the minute. I, I think he possibly needs to be handled better. But definitely has the talent to to play at that at that level. He's shown he's shown yeah. it before in individual displays. I think he's had the
0: same problem as, as they all have, he just hasn't been great. I think he's he's, yes. he's just underconfident at the moment. Well, he's there's that, but I don't think any of them really have had much
2: confidence seeping out of their paws. No. If you look at that performance against Liverpool last season, it was outstanding.
1: Yeah. And, and going back to the same about January, sometimes bringing a player in, even if they they aren't of outstanding quality, can just lift the place. It can just freshen up a dressing and yeah. put other people on their toes. It happened last year. That can be the hope again. Uh, with regards to Carroll, I think he needs to do more. But I also do think that he's a little bit of a fog out. He was almost saved on Saturday by Wayne Routledge playing and sort of him really taking the scapegoat <laughs> thing. And and to just take him off set pieces. Just take him off set pieces because that's the more he tries. It's a very
2: noticeable things thing for fans to pick up on yeah, Exactly. And
1: and to be fair, Key's uh deliveries were, were very good. Oh, albeit, you know, Key was one of the ones that had that shocking last-minute corner, or whatever it was, against against Brighton, uh, a bit of redemption. That it was his lovely corner that they got the winner against West Brom. So, uh, and you know, it could be a set piece on Wednesday.
0: I mean, going, going back to to transfer Trump, very briefly, I think what most fans would like to see them do is business early. I know the very nature of January window, and in fact, all transfer windows is that everyone leaves it to the last minute because. Inevitably, inevitably, there's going to be some sort of knock on effect. Mm. That always seems to be the case. And, but if you think about it, I'm not sure how many games they've got in January. Probably, if they got the FA Cup game, probably three league yeah, games, think
1: something so. like that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they needed to get it down early doors. Yeah. You know, getting people through that door within that first week to get them up to speed. You know, it doesn't matter if they, they don't play the FA Cup game or what have you. But that is going to lift everything mm. and give everyone a bit of, a bit of momentum, and yeah, it is difficult because people want to wait and see what they're doing. And there's a domino effect from from clubs at the top, but if we're talking about players that are a little bit outside the box, then there's no real excuse why they can't sort of, you know. And I'd be surprised if they aren't talking now, but they need to really, they need to really
2: move faster. Swansea simply can't afford to have another situation like they did in the summer no. with players taking so long to come up to speed. You know, referring to or to the summer and, and before or the summer before that they need players who I think Clement would probably be targeting players in the Premier League or Championship who are, are right up to, ma- to match speed or at least the top end of the Championship mm. who can come in and do an immediate job and can slot straight into the first team rather than you've got on the bench for a few weeks Yeah, they play a bit of a bit part role for a few weeks oh, and then they'll play in March but by March you might be cut adrift unfortunately it's no no coincidence that Boney and Mesa both starting to hit their straps now, isn't it? So, yeah. what would have happened if, if they did that two months ago? Could have been well, could have been different. I don't know. Champions League, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> not that different, man. <laughs>
0: um, right, this this wrap it all up then. Um, man City, Dom
2: Any any chance? Not for me, and I'm, I'm I remain optimistic about Swansea's survival hopes, but not the hopes of winning this game. Having seen. Just what De Bruyne and company, not De Bruyne and company, De Bruyne and Co. <laughs> did to uh, did to Manchester United. If you can do that in uh, in United's backyard, then you can probably do it at Swansea. But Chris is, makes a good point that there could be some rotation. There could. I don't think there could be any I, I think they complacency mean, from Pep. No,
0: I don't think there's any complacency. Wow. Um, there's a record on the line as well, isn't there? Yeah,
1: perhaps Swansea should come out all wearing Santa hats to really think about that <laughs> and him, uh, have taken an exception to Mangala wearing one.
2: Can they get a milk float on the pitch yeah. or something like that?
1: They um, <laughs> look, City, Swansea are as capable of getting a point here, as they are losing five nil. Yeah, think absolutely. That is. That little bit of fear can can work well with you sometimes in matches. That little bit of fear, if they drop their concentration levels, they could be made to look stupid. Um, that it was a, that little bit of fear that joined them in the Premier League the first time around, where they knew they had to be above themselves, not to be uh, embarrassed, and um, and City are capable of embarrassing the best. So um, yeah, four nil Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: take that. <laughs> And on a serious point, just on a last note, Chris is right. But having repeated myself from before, I think this is actually a game that Swansea can can look forward to and not be scared, not be worried about their reputations, and, and just go out and do their best to to blunt a good side. And if if they get a point, then it'll be remarkable, and everyone will will feel a lot better.
0: Yeah, you know, a game under the lights, it should be should be a good occasion. Um, three one City, three one City. Yeah, something like that. At all. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? No, that's great. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Um, you can get all your uh, Swansea City news on Wales Online, and uh, we'll speak to you next week.